You're listening to Kids Cue the Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, performers, composers, and kids like you. We're asking the questions you've always wondered but never had the chance to ask. And we'll listen to music to see what makes it interesting and fun. Because music is for you. I'm your host, Darlene. And I'm your host, Rebecca Lane, director of Upper Beaches Music School. Let's cue the music. Hello, my name is Rebecca and I am your host for today's awesome podcast. And I am Zara and I will be co-hosting this podcast. Amazing. Zara just so happens to be my daughter, so this is a fun project that we're doing together for all of you. Zara, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How old are you? I'm eight years old. Eight years old. What grade are you in? Three. Grade three. And do you play any instruments? I play the violin. And I named him Bob. You named your violin Bob. That's amazing. Because I did. Because you did. I think Bob was way better than Violet. Violet was your old violin's name. Yeah. I had a violin named Goldilocks once. (laughs) I know. Hilarious. I actually named her when I was in Quebec, and her name was Boucle d'Al, which sounds way better in French, but that's the word for Goldilocks in French. And that was her name. I always name my instruments. And I think you do too. Chase has a really, that's our Zara's brother, Chase, my son. He has a really funny name for his cello, which he, is. Wait, wait. He has a stuffy's named Henry. Like he has a stuffy named Henry. He got it from his cousin and um, he brought it home and gave them another one. And it was a ladybug. And then he had he bought a bunch of other ladybug stuffies. And, he has a whole collection. Yeah. So. And he named the and he named the first one Henry. And now we call that old that one old Henry because we found another one in the shop and we bought that one. Okay, but so this is only important because of what he named his cello. Yeah, and so he named his cello Chenry. Yes. Chenry, <laughs> not Chenry the cello. Chenry the cello. Chenry Always the good to have names for your instruments if you're learning. Just makes it more fun. So your your violin's name is Bob. We're going to meet Bob later, right? Because yeah. you're going to play for us. And I'm going to see Bob might have some ideas or might, might want to say something. We'll see what Bob has to say. Awesome. Okay, but today we're talking about classical music, what it is, and who it is for. Zara, what do you think classical music is? It's music that is classical. Music that is classical. What a great answer. <laughs> what does classical mean, though? Well, it's not a class, right? And it doesn't have an occult. No, it's not a compound word. It doesn't mean anything like that. <laughs> so, I make stuff up. That's yeah, silly. Like, once I had a ruler one, I was like, how come a ruler's got a ruler? It doesn't rule anything. That is really silly. And then, like, my classmates burst out laughing. That's a very funny joke. Okay, so let's go back to classical music. Classical is the word that we use to describe music that usually was written a long time ago and usually is written for instruments that you can't plug in like violins, cellos, pianos, like real pianos, not keyboards, guitars, guitars. Yeah. But you're kind of the way you're playing it right now and singing is more like pop music, like more recent music that's written with people singing and rocking out. Yeah. Which is so fun, but we're not talking about that kind of music today. We're talking about classical music today. When are you going to talk about that music? About pop music? That would be a different podcast. Wait, what? Yeah. So, okay. Classical music tends to be music that was written in the past. There is classical music that's written now. 
and it tends to be music written for instruments that don't plug in. Yeah, like um, some rock guitars plug in, keyboards plug in. So let me ask you a question, Zara. Why do you think music that was written a long time ago was written for instruments that don't plug in? If there was music that was written 100 years ago or more, yeah. Some of the music that we play today is like 200, 300 years old, some are 400. We're ancient. Yes. If the music is that old, they weren't writing for instruments that can plug into the wall and use electricity because... They don't have plugs and headphones and phones. And, and electricity, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they don't even have microphones. They don't even have microphones. They, ha- they just have to use their voice. Okay, everybody, we are going to welcome you to the animal classical music concert. That's probably how they announced concerts, yeah. Yeah, and they don't, they don't have phones, they don't have headphones. And they wrote music for lots and lots of instruments so that they could make a big sound. And they also didn't have electricity. And people would still be able to hear it because there were no microphones. <laughs> okay, so who is music written for? Like, who are, who's supposed to be listening to classical music? Who can listen to this music oh. that we're talking about? Anyone can. Anyone? Who do you mean by anyone? Well, let's just say there is a huge concert. A famous, like, guy written, wrote it, and it got sent out, and everyone knew about it. It was even on the radio. The whole world was listening to it. So it, it's literally... Yeah, yeah it's, yeah, like... For yeah, everyone. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. So classical music is for grown-ups. It's for kids. It can be for... Is it for, like... Our cat? Yeah, it can be for animals, like cats. Yeah, it's really for anyone who just wants to listen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no rule about how old you have to be to enjoy it. You have to be 13 years old to listen to classical music. Not true. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. All right. Tell us about yourself a little bit, Zara, because you play an instrument, and we already know that it is the violin, and your violin's name is Bob. Yeah, and Bob is going to talk for us later. He is our extra guest today. He's our guest. (laughs) The guest today in today's podcast is Bob. Welcome, Bob. Um, We'll hear from you in a minute. Bob the Violin. Okay, but tell us a little bit about Zara. You'll have to say that right before Bob comes in. (laughs) We can clap for him. Thank you, Bob. Okay, so Zara, you're so funny. I know. I love, I want to be people laugh all the time. (laughs) So tell us. About when you started to play the violin. How old were you when you started? I think I was three. Do you remember it? Well, I think we had like a cardboard violin. Yes. We made a violin out of cheerio boxes. Yes. A granola bar box, actually. We made a little violin out of a granola bar box and a ruler. Oh, yeah. And that's how you started. Twinkle, twinkle, little. And I was just like, like, I went, like, I would just like practice just holding the violin up and. Just like running the wooden bow across the thing, without singing even, songs, without even making any sound, right? Yeah, like, beep, That's beep, how you started. Beep, beep. Like if I was doing twinkle twinkle, I'd just be like twinkle twinkle. That's what you were like. I remember it. Yeah, I have the best memory in the world of playing your violin when you were three. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I mean, I guess my question is: <laughs> now that you are eight. Are you glad that you play the violin or do you wish that you didn't, like I had never put you in lessons? Because I didn't ask you when I signed you up for lessons and we started, I didn't say like, do you want to do this? I just made the decision and we just started. What? Why didn't you ask me? Because you were three and I was like, I don't know if Zara really knows what she wants because she's only three and I am pretty sure she's going to enjoy this and you did, you loved it. But now that you're eight, 
you're the ripe old age of eight. You're ancient. Looking, <laughs> looking back, are you glad that you started playing the violin when you were three? Well, I think I am. Why is that? Because I um, have learned so many songs, and I'm happy I learned all those songs. Because I'm super good at playing all the songs that I've ever played. No, because I have I haven't gone back to the other ones early in book one, and I'm on the boat. And just a little bit more of information. I am on book one still. Like so I've been, pl- I've been on book one since. For a while, but yeah, you're at I'm, the very, very like, end of it now. Yeah, I'm only playing Gavat, and I'm almost at the end of Gavat. Yeah, like you're one the, line left. Of the, the, yeah, you're at the last line of the last song in the book. And I'm going to go to the first song in book two. Very soon. First so, okay, two. tell us the hardest thing about playing an instrument. Um, What would you say is, like, the hardest or the worst thing? When you have to practice the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So, like, how many times would you play the same thing over and over again? Well, usually now I do it three times. But before I would just go, like, like, um, like the same part. How many times would you play, say, I mean, you said you're learning the last line in Gavat. How many times do you think you'll have to play the last line in Gavat before you're really good at it? A thousand. A thousand? Yeah. Really? Come on. (laughs) <laughs> maybe like I think I've probably or, or I've done it once so you'll probably I think I should do it like 10 times or something yeah I mean you'll do it three times at least every day until you get it and how many days do you think it'll take you to really be able to play it well maybe maybe a week maybe like half of a week I don't know yeah so a couple of days. So you'll play it several times before you really know it, and then we'll join it into the rest of the song. So it does take a while to really learn a whole piece so that you can play the whole thing from start to end. Okay. What are you going to play for us today with Bob? The Star Wars theme song. That is so fun. How do you know about this song? Because this is not in your because music. Because I've listened. Because you've listened to what? Because I've listened to a soundtrack. And one day you were like, Mom, I want to play this song. Uh, well, I um, there's a song called Imperial March. From is, Star Wars. Yeah, also. from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play that. And I came to my mom and I said, um, Mom, could I play Imperial March someday or something? And um, she said. I said. Yeah. No, that's way too hard. Like, you're, it's going to take us forever to learn yeah. that one. Let's learn the theme song instead. And then I started learning the theme song. And it's been going really well. Now you can play, like, a whole big part of it, but you're only going to play the beginning for us today. Yes. Yes. Um, Before Bob is going to say his speech. Oh, dear. I'm interested in what Bob has to say. Great. Well, let's pull out your violin and let's, let's play it. Why not? Bob has a speech first. This is Bob's speech. Yes. I need you to hold my bow because my bow is not part of Bob. Okay. Bob. Okay. Bob says he is very happy to be here and that he is happy to have a speech. Bob, it's so nice to have you here. Thanks, Bob. Okay, let's hear the song. It's not his speech. He um is happy to be here and he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> After all that time, Bob, that you had to prepare your speech and now you have nothing to say. Um, <laughs> okay. I think that Bob 
makes the best sounds when he's making a song. So why don't you stand up right over there, Zara, and you can play Yippee-yo. Star Wars for us. Yippee-yay-yo. so much Bob and Zara for playing that for us. Bob has Oh, he says thank you. Oh, oh, you're thank welcome, you Bob. Thank you so much for uh, bringing your music to us today, Bob oh, and Oh, Bob will speak out loud. I'm happy to be here. Okay, where can people hear the full version of this song? So we'll put a link in the show notes and if you're listening with a grown-up or your mom or your dad or your parent, they can click on this link and hear the whole thing, but where is it going to take them, Zara? What is the link to? What is the link of? To listen to the theme song. The theme song, yeah. We'll put a link for the entire soundtrack, actually. And you and your brothers like to listen to the soundtrack while you play Star Wars. Yeah, with their Lego figures. There is one other place that you like to hear the music for Star Wars. Where is it? It is, well, you can hear it on YouTube, and you can also hear it on YouTube again, and um, the thing, uh, the second thing on YouTube that you can listen to it is um, a Lego Star Wars show. It has like all the music from all the soundtrack, and it's super good. So the Lego Star Wars show. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a TV show, and it's all on YouTube. And we're not allowed to watch our favorite episodes over and over and over. Well, you and your brothers just would watch the same ones all the time, so we try to not let you do that, but well, it is fun, and it does have the original music from Star Wars right from the yes. movie. Very fun. Okay. We'll put the links to both the soundtrack and the Lego show, the Lego Star Wars show, in the show notes so that you can enjoy it with your grown-ups. So have a wonderful week, everyone, and we'll see you on the other side. Hi, Thomas. How are you? I'm good. What instrument do you play? The piano. Um, how old are you? Eight. Eight years old. Wow. How long have you been playing the piano? Four years. Four years. You've been playing since you were four. Is that true? Yeah. That's amazing. So you must be quite accomplished by now. Have you been like practicing for that entire time, four years? Yeah. Wow. So we have, Zara has a question for you, which I'm also very curious to know the answer. How do you read the music for both hands at the same time? I just look at the whole song. And then I remember where it goes. And then I just play the song, trying to remember. And if I don't, I'll just play the uh, the bar again. And then I'll probably remember it by then, two to three times. And that's, I just do that. So let me see if I understand. Are you telling me that you're memorizing one of the hands so that you don't have to pay attention to it? Yeah. That's exactly what I did when I played the piano, too. Because it's really hard to read both 
parts at the same time, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, the quick quick way of doing it is just to memorize one of them and then you don't have to look at both clefs and both staffs at the same time. And that's also why I um I do right hand and then left hand or left hand and then right hand. Then I practice both of them at the same time. So you play each hand separately? Yeah. And then you play them together once you know how to do each hand by itself. Yes. So smart. That's a really good strategy. What's your favorite thing about playing the piano? Well, I really like the sound of the piano and getting good at it. And also that there's lots more pieces that I could learn about. So like the learning can go on forever. Yes, you never will really have learned all of the piano songs in the world. So you can just keep playing the piano forever. Yeah. Cool. Like the hardest thing about playing the piano? Uh, Just learning new pieces, probably. Can you tell us what's hard about it? Uh, just since I, I've probably never heard of the song before. And like, if there's a lot of like ups and downs and switching places, it, my, my, I just get like, whoa, I, I don't, I, this looks very hard for me to do. So it's just, it just seems hard. But once I start playing it, it's not really hard. So it seems hard when you look at it and then you play it and it is hard. Yeah. Does it ever become easy? It's just a bit hard. It's pretty hard, but not that hard. But yeah, I like it. It's fun. It's fun anyways. <laughs> it's fun even though it's hard? I always like a good challenge. Oh, good for you. That's amazing. Yeah, sometimes hard things are fun because it feels so good once you can do it. Yeah. Except it's not very fun when you're having a hard time. <laughs> but then when you can do it, you feel really good about it. Yeah. Yeah. When you were just starting piano lessons and you, you had your, like your first or second lesson, did you think, wow, this is so different from what I was expecting? Or was yeah. it exactly the way you were expecting? Yeah. Because normally when I was three, I would just think I would be just at the times that I wouldn't do be doing that. I would be playing with my friends. But then when I got four, um, my parents signed me up. And then I just started playing, and then I got really good over four years. Mm -hmm. So then now I'm at book two. Wow. So So were you surprised at how much you learned in a short amount of time? Yes. Yeah, amazing. Well, I can't wait to hear you play, Thomas. Do you have something that you can play for us today? Yep. What's it called before you play it? Ice cream. Ice cream, like in the summer eating ice cream. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, when you're ready, please play it for us. I love it. Do you have a question, Zara? Uh, yeah, where are those like, little pedals at the bottom of the piano? Um, I don't play piano, so I don't know what they are. Yeah, I don't know what they are either. Huh. We keep asking piano players what they are, and no one has used them yet. So we'll keep asking different piano students until we find someone who knows what they are. Because you haven't really started using them yet, is that right? Oh, uh, well, I have used them in a couple pieces. Uh-huh. And in my daydream, um, there's a pedal, so I have to learn that as well. What does the pedal do, though? Um, well... The one closest on the white side, that just amplifies it, and it makes it go longer, so you don't have to keep on pressing it down. So it holds the note for you? So I could just 
press it down while playing a note. And then I, I could just lift my hand off. Well, lift my finger off. And then it would still be going. And then if I take it off, it stops. If you take your foot off the pedal, it will stop then. But that's really cool. So you can... You can put your finger down and then put the pedal down and then take your finger off and the sound will continue without your finger on the key. Yeah. Whoa, very cool. And you've used this in one song so far? I've used it in a couple songs. Like I used it in about like three, four, five songs in my in book one. And there's, I think, only two in this book that I've done. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. This was very interesting and very nice to hear you play. Yeah, it was very fun. (laughs) We'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Hey, mini musicians. Want to listen to more fun music? Tell your grown-up to head over to upperbeachesmusic.com slash rescue to get an email each week with links to kid-approved classical music, crafts, and much more. That's right. We'll send you a little package of links every Monday morning so that you can keep the musical learning and fun going all week long. That's upperbeachesmusic.com slash rescue. listening to kids cue the music if you've enjoyed this episode leave us a review your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with other kids you think would love it i'm zora lane and i'm rebecca lane talk to you next time on kids cue the music